the golf nerd, the guru himself, James Kearns, will be coming in, joining me. We're going to talk all things about the FedEx Cup, this beautiful city skies line that we get to see here at Liberty National. I mean, you get to see Lady Liberty behind some holes. It's a beautiful thing. It's the beginning of the FedEx Cup, the playoffs in golf. Very interesting. We're going to peek ahead of the Ryder Cup, and we're going to talk a lot about the man who just won last week, and Mr. Kevin Kisner. Kiss for the Cup. We're going to talk a lot about uh, Kisner's availability to maybe make this team and, and who, uh, who we would make and who we put on the team, our 12. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab that coffee, Phil style, show off them calves. And if it's in the evening, grab the drink, come on back, because we are going to talk all things golf here on the porch with the guru. Let's go. I just saw Joel Damon hit a shot in. And he freaking the it the wind get went against him at the exact wrong time, dude. That's that's golf though. Oh yeah, that course is crazy, man. I like it though. They're I feel at like Liberty, they could, aren't they? Yeah. I feel like they could play it. I feel like they can make it harder. I mean, it looks pretty nasty as far as the rough and stuff. Oh, the rough's thick. The little bit I've gotten to look. But they're getting to throw darts at it because it got wet too. Mm. But man, Is I mean, you look fest? at oh yeah. But you look at this. I mean, look at the scores. JT and Rom. Granted, JT and Rom are two of the best players in the world, though. So I mean, what what's leading it now? I know when early it was HV three randomly at like five under. I know, dude. Eight under. Ooh. Yeah, talking. Rom and JT. I'm not going to lie to you. Earlier this morning, Scotty Scheffler was like four under through like five holes, and I had him as a first-round winner. Would have collected like $3,000. I was pumped. I bet. And then he just fell apart. Did he? Yeah, I think he ended up finishing like one under or something like that. Oh, but um, it's just a shame. Like, you see him <sighs> go out early, and you're like, yeah, let's go. And then, like, they have a couple bad holes, and – yeah, well, to see HV, to see HV three was the leader for the yeah. longest time at five under. I was like, what? Yeah. Which HV three is going to kind of, uh, kind of tell, kind of get into one of our things. We're going to take off the first tee here in a minute. Um, but what were you going to say, buddy? I was going to say, better question is, do we have ladies British Open on right now? Because I saw, I know we had it on earlier, and you may not know this or not. Um, but I saw earlier it was on TV. It's like the AIG Women's Open. It's like is mm-hmm. this the ladies British. It is the ladies British. I. It's not on right now. Golf Channel is showing the replay of the uh, the Northern Trust there from Liberty at the moment, my friend. But I think it is on. Maybe early early morning potentially. Mm. I don't know where it's at. <coughs> I need to follow the ladies a little. The ladies game a little closer. Dude, they're good. I did watch. They are they're really good. good. Golf. They are. And you know what's crazy is I know they kick my ass. Every single Dude, one they, of them. They'd whoop my ass. What are you, like, they'd, whoop, yeah. they'd whoop a lot of people's ass. Shit, man. The other day in a scramble, when you get these, when you get the, the old farts sitting there, hit, and I mean, and these dudes were old. They were in, all in their 70s at Barry at this scramble. 
and they're hitting they're hitting straight like a a driver 200 yards but they're hit only have to hit it 300 they they press you on play i'll tell you that much oh yeah like (laughs) for sure because then they can just like sit there and uh like it's just dead straight down the middle like 200 yards then they'll hit something like from 150 or something like that and it's on the green or near the green and then they'll just either putt from off the green or they're real good with like their wedges and they get up and downs and shoot mid 70s low 80s yep all the time hey i i, I feel like that's when I, my golf game will take off buddy Dude, hit, don't have to hit it as far <laughs> i was uh length is not a problem though it's just hitting it straight lengthwise is sometimes an issue i mean i was employee spotlight i for this month or whatever and they're like what's on your bucket list it's like to play in a pga tour event for sure like uh, there you go. Just, just one like <clears throat> like i don't care when it is or even if it's a pro-am like i'd be cool with that oh hell yeah um, pro-am would be fun because then you get a celeb with you too yeah but if i'm celeb uh, in, in air quotes who knows who it yeah, could be <laughs> uh-huh but even if I'm not like club pro that makes makes a tour event at like forty or forty five that you see all the time on the golf channel, like I don't know, that's that's gonna be me one day. Hey, you could maybe one day you just be in this, be a senior tour superstar. I mean, being in the industry now, like. Once I become head pro, I, I mean, I might be able to do it as an assistant pro. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, try to qualify for, like, the PTA championship. Hey, that'd be something right there, sir. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then if you did it, you'd have to have some cool swag and uh, some people in your bag. Get you a good caddy. Yeah, for sure. I could be... Let me be the standard bearer for that for that round. <laughs> get you those inside the ropes passes. Yeah, just give me the inside the ropes passes. Hey, the goal still, man. Who knows? One of these days, maybe we get some inside the ropes passes. Um, hey. <laughs> hey, let's take two off the first tee, brother, though, real quick. So, today at the Northern Trust, um, we had a little incident that we're sort of familiar with from our round down there at uh, the River Course. But uh, DJ cracked driver. Did you hear that? I, I saw that, and I guess it was shocking for me that he didn't have a backup. Not that he didn't necessarily have a backup. But, but nobody Taylor, from his team did? Yeah, TaylorMade has a fitting truck there all times. Like, you don't have a Dustin Johnson backup driver in the truck. Like, that's shocking to me. I know. <laughs> it, it, honest, it honestly may be that I'm sure they have the driver head. Uh, they probably didn't necessarily have his shaft. That's exactly what they were saying. In the same model. Yeah, in the same model. And those guys are dialed into like... They're that dialed into where the shaft is that important. All oh, the weight um, in the shaft, the, the the degree in the angle, everything. It's... it's... Yeah, where the kick point, like where the low, where the weighting is, and the head and the tip of the driver, 
like what trage- trajectory is that shaft like is it going to hit the ball high is it going to hit the ball like low well, and- I mean all of that stuff matters and especially this week if it's going to be windy and thick rough like you're going to have to be accurate off the tee exactly and you know it's it's funny Jamie you bring up the part about you know just the varying degree of it because even with DJ getting getting the driver in his bag and got it out on the range he's still not even sure he's going to use it tomorrow in round two of the tournament which I just find to be it's just kind of like man but that's how precise they are he'd rather have a three wood that he's got some familiarity with and played around with today along with the five and seven wood than going to a driver he isn't confident in and it's it's I mean but that's at that level of golf I mean we're all kind of we're all kind of guilty of that at times of you know not feeling good with the club but I wanted to ask you buddy have your horror stories with club issues on the range I've got a good one we'll tell them here in a minute but I kind of want to get yours first uh I mean, I've cracked a five-wood face. I mean, I still play with it. Uh, <laughs> you don't not... have a tailor-made truck out there for you. That's 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 it, why. Exactly. Um, I cracked a driver phase or a five-wood phase playing out at Big Bend, I think, actually. TPC the Bend, little cracked five-wood. Uh, Got a look. Completely lost my driver head uh, when I was playing out at Broadmoor Broadmoor last last year was on this par 5 had just gotten the club reshafted and the epoxy hadn't like it hadn't set all the way I remember you telling me about this I hit (laughs) and the club head just goes flying into the thick rough I'm like (laughs) cool never finding um, that again <laughs> i mean luckily we went back after the round because we couldn't find it during the round and we weren't gonna hold up play so we went back after the round and did find it and i still play that driver head to this day <laughs> hey it was lucky you were able to find it that's for damn sure because that broadmoor rough can get kind of thick that, we're gonna that we're gonna tee broadmoor something to happen at broadmoor huh thick thick yeah, thick, thick, thick with like three C's. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, but dude, so you obviously know my my horse sport with the five with the five wood this year at the River Course, beautiful course down there on the James River. Really pumped. We we drive up there for the birthday, you know, weekend golf celebration day. I'm real excited to use the five wood because I'm I'm hitting that a little bit more often left and I'm like, I'm going to have a really good round here. Hit hitting some five woods off the, you know, off the, off the ground, trying to just get the feel last ball. I'm going to hit for the day. Boom. Five woods snaps like a twig in two. Cause I've got a pretty light shaft in there and the, the head goes probably 75 yards out into the thick, into a thick little roughy area of the range there at, at the, at the river course. And I uh, had asked the other two gentlemen if they'd stop for a minute so I could go get it. And it was just such a killer, man. And I'm not like DJ where I can just go get a, you know, another, a seven wood or something and go play. I've barely hit a five wood since. And I do have a backup five wood, but I've, I've barely hit it since. And the scores have, 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 have uh, faltered because of it, buddy. 
You remember. You saw that day. <laughs> yeah. It, it's tough when you lose a club that you have It was a my lot club. Of it was yeah, my when club, have, man. When you have a lot of confidence in a stick, like, there's something about it. That's for sure. I mean, the fact that I was going to have the head cover say always salty, you knew you felt good about that one. You know? Yeah, when, now, you, hey, specific, when you specifically buy a head cover for that club, you like that club. Yeah. I mean, and and you'd seen it. I mean, it was I could hit that farther than hit the driver sometimes and hit it more efficiently, and, and it was just a loss, man. But luckily, just so everyone's aware, uh, there's been some re, some remending and some uh, some club workage going on with the good fellas Zach, um, Seth, and Will, and so those three wise men may have uh, may have resurrected the five wood buddy. Oh yeah, you may see it this fall. Nice. And of course, they reshaft, reshaft yeah. it for you. Reshafted, got the same type of uh, shaft and head, and could be good as new. So. Uh, nice. Along with along with a along with a five iron, so uh, we're 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 upgrading here, brother. Hey, did you did you not have a five iron? I did, lost it. Oh, damn. got her got her replaced for for forty bucks. Nice. Yeah, wasn't too bad. Was not too bad at all. So um, hey, we we kind of we hit on we hit on our you know our horror stories with the clubs and. Maybe not as much a horror story for you as for me, <laughs> terms. But it sounds like mine's going to be a happy ending too, though. So it's so it's kind of it's turning around a little bit. Um, our second off the first team, ma'am. I uh, wanted to ask question, you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, a better question is the two three woods that DJ carried. Like I don't get that. I think that they miss. I think they misspoke on the telecast that Todd Lewis did on the report because in his press conference. DJ says I was out there with a five and a seven wood, and then he got the three wood. That's my thought. Mm, okay. Now it'd be interesting yeah, if he it, had two different three woods, though, right? And like one was farther than the other. Like, would that just be degree of loft or? Yeah, I mean that's like you, he could have had like a five slam down as far as like the degrees to where it could have been close to a driver three wood at like twelve degrees or something like that. Um, but it still doesn't make too much sense. To, I mean, I guess that yardage difference would be, I don't know, 15 yards or so. So that's a club, I yeah, guess. You could say it's, it's, I mean, it plays shorter, obviously, for him at that point. It's not a true, true driver. But, I mean, a guy like DJ is still going to hit that still plus. pretty far. Yeah, yeah exactly. He said it played a little shorter today, is what he said. I mean, two seventy, two eighty, like three hundred. Must be nice. Get someone. Must be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, my five wood goes for it. Goes. Oh yeah. I get a hold of it. Yeah. But. But also, if you weren't ready, and then you had to pull that out of your bag, at any given moment, didn't have the driver like he did today, it'd be a whole different story. Yeah. Play a little big ball, guys. Hey, so Jamie, I'm sitting here and you're watching some replayed coverage. Harris English is about to hit this ball. Um, and just the backdrop, man, the city skyline of New York and the Statue of Liberty. This has got to be one of the prettiest golf courses in America. Uh, mm, 
I love the views, man. I mean, it's it's different though, right? It's different. It's maybe that's yeah, the right way to put it. So it's maybe not the prettiest, but it's 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 awesome to see visually, though. Yeah, I feel you because it's also like a very lengthy style course, so you get that like fescue look, but then you get like mm-hmm. the cityscape. Yeah, in the thick rough, it's sort of like you know when I say visually and different, it's kind of like how last week the Field of Dreams game, how you know they saw the corn behind the outfield, and it just looked everything was so unique to it. Same thing with Liberty National, man. I mean, I feel you. not very I mean, often you get to see the, the Statue of Liberty behind a hole. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I will say that. But it's just, there's so many, I don't want to say there's prettier golf courses that way, but there's, well, there's beautiful really, courses. There's some really, really cool golf courses up out on Long Island, like out in the Hamptons. There's some real cool track. And so you're so you're saying this one could be, this one's just got the advantage of the land. Yeah, it's just got the advantage of being like right there in the harbor, like in the Bay Area, like can see everything. Yeah, and that's hey, you know what? It, what do they say? Location, location, location. Yeah, it's like if you had the opportunity to play Liberty National or like National Golf Links or like Shinnecock. Ooh. Uh, or any of the ones out on the Long Island, it's like I, I'm probably playing the ones out in Long Island. Probably taking Shinnecock or trying to. I mean, you've already played Beth Page. That's a real good question. Is would you rather play Beth Page Black or Liberty National? Let me uh, ask this: If you are a more of a uh, trying to break ninety consistently golfer, not a scratch golfer, are you picking Liberty because you might actually be able to play a little better there than say Beth Page? Mm. I mean, I can't say because I've never played Liberty. Right. But... I mean, because Beth what... Page is going to be uh, difficult. Okay. You're going to struggle. Better question is what tees are you going to be playing? Well, if you're playing you... the tips, it's going to be an issue for everybody. It, that's my question. So, like, are you playing like the whites or the blues to where it's not. It's probably like 68-ish, 65. Mm. I think I'd rather ch- take my chances at Beth Page because yeah. you would have – yeah, if you're in the rough, like it's nasty, but you would have shorter – like there's not like that fescue rough that there is at Liberty. Like right. if you're in that, if you're in that, like good luck. <laughs> Oh, some of the of some of the fescue at Liberty for sure. I mean, Beth Page has got its rough now. Let's you know, let's remember the stuff Bryson was hitting it out of last year that, that only he could really hit it out of. Um, but Two yeah, I, I, I agree, yeah. man. I, but that's the key, I guess. It depends on also your game. Are you more of a guy who's who's scrambling, or are you a guy who's going to hit fairways? Yeah, that probably also depends on what course you'd rather play. Um, man, I. I, I'll say this, brother. I, the the just the views of just the views though of Liberty National itself, and seeing all that, I think might draw me there over Beth Page. Mm. I don't blame you. I get it. I do. Like it's cool. Like the city, the the skyline is cool. 
And it's just something you don't see very often in golf. Maybe Abu Dhabi is another place that you see it. Other than that, like how often do you see buildings like when people are getting ready to hit balls? Mm. Not many places. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm just sitting here thinking of like tour stops that you see like massive skyscrapers in the background. Like, uh, what? Awesome. Maybe Hawaii, but those are really just the hotels. Not, I mean, not really like the Sony, uh, but that's any of the tour stops. Like, yeah, you, you see like the surrounding houses on the course or the hotel. Like, you don't see the cityscape anywhere. No. And you most certainly aren't seeing the New York cityscape either, which is a whole different deal in its own right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I think that's got that's got to take the cake for me, buddy. Has to. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you at all. Hey, one other one here. I'm sitting here just watching DeChambeau literally put one within probably five feet on a par three, probably put out a pitching wedge from like 220. Um, but his I, his style, man, with the backward hat, got me to thinking, who in your mind has got the most style on the course? Like, I'm also watching Joel Damon earlier with that bucket hat. Who is the guy, if you're bringing him to a scramble and you got to be, you got to look, you got to look the part, who on tour are you taking as the number one pick? Ooh, nowadays? Oh, you you can go retro as well. I'm okay with that. Oh. Maybe do we can do a little draft here. Dang. I mean, if I'm going retro, I'm either going Pain Spirit or old school Jasper Parnovic with like the little like <laughs> the uh, the bent rim and like the the like it was like a rally hat, rally hat visor almost. It really was. It was wild. Like I always. Coolest cat, just because like he rocked that like visor like straight up or like the hat brim straight up, and then was always rocking some like stylish like polos or sweaters or that just European flair. <laughs> and those sweaters, man, he would rock some some fluorescent colors. <laughs> I mean, some 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 pretty pinks, man. So yeah, I mean, Payne Payne Stewart, that hat's pretty pretty awesome and like Bryson kind of pays retro to it uh pays homage to it not retro pays homage to it with that retro style Payne Stewart hat man well, so if you take Payne as your number one pick and I'm gonna let you have Jesper too because you just it's it's too good not to let you have Jesper at this point in time uh you made too hard a case I can't take him from you um man I've got to say I really 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 liked how uh, Lee Trevino went about it, man. Mm. Always wore the bright pants um, and just just kind of, I don't know, just he had some swag, had some style about him. For sure. And then we're going to go with another retro guy here for you. For you. I kind of uh, was a big fan of the style of Seve Biaceros. Okay. I think it's Seve as well. Yeah, I like his style, man. Just kind of swagger about him. It's always sleek looking. Like, Seve was, Seve had some style. You know, kind of like the Dumbledore. Like, when Dumbledore goes up and he's <laughs> shack like, Dumbledore's got style, man. Like, yeah. Seve had style. 
Yeah. Is Tiger retro though, dude? Because I or is he or is he more modern? Are we still including him in the modern era? Because he could kind of. I mean, he was in that Jesper Payne era there. Yeah, I mean Tiger. I mean Tiger transcends. Yeah, that's true. He does transcend theirs. That's hundred percent, hundred percent correct. Uh, but... Least amount of style, and I've got to throw it out there right now. BJ Singh. <laughs> Least oh, amount no, of style on tour, right? He had some old, like back in the days in the nineties. He had some like patterns and stuff, and that was nineties. Though, if you think about it, that's true. He did rock some nice patterns, but I just always think about that ugly ass visor he rocked all the time uh, i hated that thing the, i loved vj singh but i just didn't think he had much style the visor was uh i mean it was i don't want to say new in that era but like he was one of the few people who did rock it yeah it, it seemed like a lot of the uh people of color like the rock advisor in the nineties if you think about like KJ Choi rock advisor as well. Yeah he did. KJ uh, Choi did rock advisor for I'm a while. About, I'm trying to think of uh other well uh, there weren't too many of them back then. Uh persons of colors who played golf. Yeah and it's kinda nice to see that it's evolved in, in the game and there's so many players now that are, you know, like Tony Finau. Uh, he's got some style. Harold yeah. Varner, that's kind of what made me think about this to begin with because he rocks the Jordan brand, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, what what a sponsor. Yeah, who else gets Jordan brand in golf, though? Uh, King and Bradley. Uh, waste, waste. Uh, Sorry. Pat, per- <laughs> Pat Perez, maybe? Yes, because he has one of the best shoe collections ever. I've really fallen in love with Pat Perez, guys. I have Dude, to be honest I'm- with you, brother. I've been a Pat Perez guy since I was Oh, you have been forever. <laughs> Dude, do you have a good, like, story from that day? Do I have a good story from that day? The Pat Perez. Mm. What was super cool was his caddy at the time. I don't know if he's still on the back for Pat or not. Like, because the guys that were playing with Pat, like, wanted Pat's time. So, like, the caddy was, like, he didn't really have anybody who was talking to him, so he sat with he like chilled with me, walked with me most of the day, and like I just shot the chat, shot the shit with like Pat Perez's caddy all day. It was nice, nice. Cool. Like, dude, I feel like Pat Perez has been pretty loyal to his group too. Yeah. So like that might still be the same guy. It really might be. I would have to let's go look that up. Let's see who Pat Perez's caddy is. Yeah. That's so something bad. I don't do enough that I wish I did. I don't know the caddy game very well at all. You know the couple of the big names, but, like, those guys are underrated, and they can really make a difference. Oh, having a good having a good caddy is huge. Well, do you think that's hurting Bryson right now, the caddy change? Uh, honestly, it could be. I mean, you got to get someone who thinks like him in terms of cutting the angles and kind of playing it, playing for broke at all times. So the fact that he has to have maybe get somebody who's a new caddy to kind of get into his way of thinking is something that's got to be kind of thought about. Hey, by the way, I just kind of want to throw it out there. Uh, We're talking about Pat Perez. Had himself a good day today, Jamie. 
day. Not a great day, but a good day. Mm. Even par. Even par round of 71 for Pat Perez. T52. I guess that's not a great day. Not when you've got guys throwing better scores in there. But, hey, dude, I want Pat Perez to make the cut. I want Pat Perez to uh, – I want Pat Perez to win something big, dude. I really do. Same. Uh, like, yeah, it you, looks like – You get Kisner vibes with Pat Perez, though, by the way? Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, I feel me like too. Pat Perez and Kisner are probably boys. Yep. Uh, and it, it – Pat Perez caddy is still the same dude. Michael Hartford. Dude, that's a, that's phenomenal. That's wild. Has How been long has back. that been? Uh, they're one of the longest. I was just reading that. They're one of the longest running caddy like duos. Pat and... Perez doesn't blame him for any. It's like, dude, we're. I hit the shots. You're just thinking along with me and we're just playing golf. Yeah, the the guys who blame their caddies, like... They're kind of pricks. Like, yeah, they kind of are, because you're, the caddies don't hit the shot for you. Like, if you don't like the club the caddy pulls, then pull a different stick. Well, I mean, and, and don't... I mean, I would think if I'm the golfer, I'm probably thinking... A, I'm probably going to have a yardage and think what I want to hit anyway, and the caddy's just going to hand me it. And then if I don't... if I so as long as the yardages are correct, I mean, it's in its field too, obviously. We know that. But, I mean, you still got to hit the shot and commit to it. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying. It's like a caddy is more – they're more mental coach than anything, like getting you to fully commit to the shot that you're going to hit, or at least a good caddy is. Yeah. Do you know what's funny, though, is – when you think about it, like, I feel like in scrambles, like, you kind of have three caddies, right? Sometimes. Maybe maybe more like one, your partner, person you're riding with. But I kind of like that experience. And that's probably the closest thing that an amateur gets to that, right? But if you have uh, somebody who's kind of in your uh, corner and helping you feel it and then, like, helping you pick good shots and kind of keeping you in a good mental game, that helps you. As a golfer. So, if you have a good caddy who does that with you, that's only got to help you be better. I mean, it's not necessarily the only time amateurs can get – like, if you get to a nice, true, nice place, true. like, you're going to get a caddy. Like, yeah. I mean, Clay Clay went to uh, Harbortown this year, and he had a four caddy and was just stoked about it. A caddy, like, is just – such a different experience in golf especially if you walk and they carry your bag and like then you're just out for a show and you get to enjoy this like cool place and i sure you're playing golf but like it's you're so also much just more about like kind of experience yeah and, yeah you're just out vibing and where you're at and, and enjoying the moment and enjoying your day and yeah and hope, hopefully uh things work out to where you guys get to experience that because I've already talked to, to the caddy master and have you guys one lined up. Cool. I'm, I'm very excited about the possibility of yeah, the cliff. Sure. Correct? Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Hey, fall weekend destinations, man. That's for sure. I'm excited. Excited. It'd be so much fun to have a caddy, though, and feel like you're that, feel like you're a pro, sort of, to an extent. 
Yeah, I mean, and caddies that for amateurs at cool courses don't do the same things like caddies on tour do. I think there's a misconception about that. It's like, what do caddies, like, most people think the tour, like, they're going to sit there and pick a yard or pick a club for you and so forth and so on. It's more like they're out there to make sure, like, you don't lose golf balls and, like, you yeah. uh, have, like, the correct yardages and just to make your experience that much more enjoyable. Give you a chance, essentially. Yeah, I mean, because you've got to think about it. If you're out with your boys and you don't have anybody out there in the fairway, how many times have we lost a ball that is just off in the rough that we shouldn't have lost? <laughs> Way too often. <laughs> yeah, it's just like grass monsters happen. We're yep. not on tour. We don't have 30 to 100 plus people following us spot our ball yep. or volunteers to spot our ball. We are having that conversation. It's like, don't get me wrong, tour pros are really, really phenomenal, really good at golf. But how much higher would their scores be if they didn't have spotters and crowds like finding every single ball? I'd say this. I think we saw some of that um, during the during the pandemic when they didn't have crowds. We saw some of that then. And they had some volunteers, obviously, and stuff. But you saw a little bit more without having some of the fans to block a shot, get that side glove, you know. Um, you saw some of that then. So, I'll I'll go ahead and say this. I think it would definitely add some, some strokes to a few of these guys without question, potentially. Well, that's some data right there is to go look and see what the – scoring average was during COVID without fans versus COVID with fans and see if it has anything to do with like having people there spot balls and so forth and so on. I wonder. I it'd be it'd be a good little project. Good little homework. You might have to see if we can find that out. I'm one of the you know, that Justin Ray and those boys haven't done that yet. Um yeah. is, is a, yeah, I know, right? Hey so want to get into this real quick, Jane. We talked about the scramble formats. What do you think about a the shamble format, essentially? On Sunday, and it was just interesting how, you know, everyone hit a tee shot, you hit from the first tee shot, but then you played your own ball in the rest yeah. of the way. I kind of enjoyed that um, more than just the best ball format. What do you think about that format versus best ball in terms of time for a scramble and then also just giving the player the real feel of the round? Not best ball. You're talking captain's choice. Right, best ball, yeah. I always think of best ball in the captain's choice way, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, because best ball, it's literally everybody plays their own own ball the whole time and you take the best score. But Yeah, best score for the whole. So you're essentially playing match play against your team. Ish. To get the best score, yeah. Yeah, in a roundabout way. But uh, Shamble versus Captain's Choice, like, I've never played in a Shamble format. I think it's intriguing to play, like, from the best drive and see, and then from there, like, everybody plays their ball out, and then you take the lowest yep, lowest score. Like, 
it's definitely par threes. You just take like whoever's closest to the hole. Exactly. Huh. Exactly. Yeah, like I, that's real interesting. Really enjoyed it, and then they also had a they had the handicap set up and had so they had a net and gross score. So we had a, okay. a fellow on our team had a thirty handicap. But he ended uh, up parring. He ended up parring the fourth hole par five to start off the round. So we got a net eagle to start off our scramble. I was about to say you probably got like a net eagle or something yep. like that. Yeah, our net score was net negative twelve. Uh, our gross was, I think we shot even on the day, okay. um, and we didn't win. But but also <clears throat> with all the rain that occurred, it was a a choppy round to say the best. So. Who to say who really won? Um, they did have some what? fun. 1800 what? black cherry tequila. Uh, one of these things, man. I'm telling you what, that's like water. We will have that for the cliff strip, my friend. I was going to say, what, uh, what score did win it? I believe it was 14 under. Okay. Net or Net. gross? Net. Okay. So, like, yeah. probably two or three, give or take. Four yeah. Maybe. Solid. I mean, I'm sure there was probably another score that came in there that probably would have been even lower than that, potentially. 1,400 was what was the winner when we walked in there, supposedly. Mm. Yeah. I love how, I love how much lower scores are when you're playing in a format like that. Uh, first, when you get pencil whipped and a captain's choice. <laughs> pencil, the pencil whipping and a captain's choice is almost comical. Like, you get teams that somehow shoot a 57, even though nobody in the group's ever shot under 70 in their life. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's almost absurd and obscene, to be quite honest. I mean, it's a difference if you have, like, four really good golfers. But if you have, like, one really good golfer and three marginally okay golfers, like, you might shoot 11 or 12 on a good day. I mean, there was one tournament, and I think all Catherine Shorts tournaments should be played this way, is we went out in groups of two two foursomes were playing together, and if you took a mulligan, you gave the other team your ticket, your mulligan ticket, so that you weren't out there taking more mulligans than you actually had or I like anything it. of that sort. It also keeps accountability in the scores. It does, and the scores were a lot lower. I think like 14, 13 or 14 won it versus like 20, 18 or 20. Yeah. Which I is mean, what, people, what people turn in, which is unbelievable. Not that it can't be done, but like, like I said earlier, you have to have four really good golfers. I mean, me and three buddies shot like 21 under a, a very legit – 21 under at Edgewood, but I was the worst golfer on the team, on the squad, and I was like a four or five handicap at the time. We got, we got Stewart in this group. Oh, 100%. I mean, okay, okay. Stu, who was a plus, one of his buddy hit one of his buddy who was a scratch, and then his other buddy was around me, like a three or a four. So, like, four really, really, like, and somebody I mean, plays a good day, and you're also playing a you're also playing a captain's choice. Yeah, I can definitely see how that happens. It, it was a captain's choice, and we were all playing really good golf that day. Like 
we were all making putts. It was a team effort. But we were just making all of our putts, and that's, I mean, it's easy to do. Hey, and Jamie, let's, we're, you know, we're talking about making putts and team effort. Let's talk a little sneak peek to the Ryder Cup here, my friend. I think it's the perfect segue. Um, what do you think about, the, how, what do you think about the event, A, and also kind of just, man, like, how they build the team versus how you would kind of feel like you could build a team differently. Uh, just give me a little thoughts on the Ryder Cup for you, my friend. I mean, it's definitely, I'd say, the biggest team event in golf by far. Out question. Yeah, not even questionable. Yeah. But, I mean, I always get hyped for the Ryder Cup, uh, especially when it's on American soil when you get that not that you don't get that home crowd feel but the Europeans are definitely a little less rambunctious than the American fans to yep. put it uh, they're, they're getting they're getting more so <clears throat> they are but it also depends on where they're going and playing too I believe too over there I don't disagree I don't disagree but we being, bring it everywhere in the good old USA the stars and bars bring it in the Ryder Cup wherever it's played. Yeah, especially with it being this year up in Whistling Straits, like Wisconsin. Sure Ooh, the, love it. The, the diehard cheeseheads cheese are going to be out and about. Like, like lots, of, lots of spotted cows are going to be drank. <laughs> lots of spotted cows, that's for sure. Dude, I, 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 I just, it's an event like none, it's an event like no other, none other, you know? And it really is. It really, it's honestly well, college football meets golf in in an international World Cup event to some extent. I mean, yeah, and and uh, yeah, that's a great great ana- analogy for it is World Cup feel because of the internationals. You get the college yeah. atmosphere with the fans and so forth, and I think the players love it. It's just so oh, different. They thrive off it. It's so different than their weekend, week out grind of playing by themselves and playing for themselves, and then you get to play for somebody else other than yourself and play for that guy that you grind with all year on the tour and compete against, and now you're on a team with them, representing your country, and like, man, again. I think it's funny how I believe a lot of these guys would rather compete in the Ryder Cup than the Olympics. Oh, a hundred percent. Yep. A hundred percent. I mean, it's not even a, not even really a competition. I don't think. I mean, I, mean, I know there's, I know there's a lot of push for kids to make the Ryder Cup team, but as of right the second, he's 18th in, in the standing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I also saw that, I'll be honest, though, I think in a captain's choice, man, I want a guy who can give me his all. Yeah. Who can bring it to me. And Kids is a great match play player. There we go. I said, how many Ryder Cup questions are we going to have? Who knows, man? I've never been picked before, so I'm not going to go out there and uh, jump on a limb and say that I'm going to get picked this year. Uh, I love Stricker. He's a great friend and great guy, and he'll do what's best for the team and the country. And uh, I would love more than anything to represent our country and, and be a part of that team. 
Uh, I need to go play well in these playoffs and continue to show great form. Yes. I mean, it's like Coulter. He's underneath the underneath the um, the radar right now and I would not technically be a captain's pick at the moment in terms of mayor based off points. But you know damn good and well he's getting picked. Same thing. I'd like to think he's getting picked, but is he getting picked? Are you talking about Kisner? No, Poulter. Oh, Poulter will get picked by the Euros. No question. No question. He'll get picked. He's been playing decently well, no doubt. Poulter will be in. There's no way he's not. Dude, you know, that's interesting, though, man, because you you bring up, and and we're going to, we could talk enough about Poulter, but he's going to be in. I mean, we'll we'll get, we'll have time to talk then with him. But let's get back to Kisner. In good form, I mean, he's behind Sam Burns. Do you want Kisner over Sam Burns? I'm going to yes. say yes. Do you want Kisner over Billy Horschel? Hell yes. Right? I'd say so, just because of form. I also, Ain't no hobby. There you go. I also think chemistry-wise for the team, I think Kiz is a more likable guy than Billy Ho. Uh, anytime you, I love team sports. So anytime you can watch a team sport and golf, it's uh, it's awesome. And and uh, I, I love being a part of the team and, and you know trying to pull for other people. We don't ever get to pull for anyone else in this sport, so that's the only chance we have. And, and hopefully, I'll get that chance. What's Horschel really done since winning the match play? But he just got a ton of points for that. True. Are you I mean, taking? I feel, like he's, I feel like he's been playing pretty steady golf, though. Billy Horschel. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably not unfair because he is he is still up there on the leaderboard and still I mean, up there in the points. I mean, I don't think you take kids over Harris English. Nothing like a nine to start your day off. I hate to say it. I like uh, I'd agree. Man. I'd agree with you on that. Harris English has played really good golf all year. But, I mean, I think Harris English is going to be – I mean, so it breaks down. There's six six selections that are automatic and then six six picks is what it says on here, okay. according to RyderCup.com. Um, so who, who are the six picks? Morikawa and DJ are automatically qualified at this point. Um, at the moment, DeChambeau – him Brooks <laughs> are three four, followed by JT at five and Alexander Chicago at, at six. So on the bubble, you've got Spieth, Harris English. I agree with you. Harris English definitely getting picked by me, one hundred percent for the team. Um, are you leaving off P. Reed? <laughs> I don't think so. I think if you take. If you take P. Reed, do you have to take Jordan just because they pair so good? Yeah, and I think Spieth would make it anyway. I mean, he's next on the list, and he's been playing well, though didn't play great today uh, in the first round there at the Northern Trust. But, I mean, he could still turn it around. He's had a great season. So, yeah, you gotta you got to pick Spieth. Resurgent story. He's a likable guy. He gets on the team, too. So, we I mean, got three take, picks DK already. Kisner over D. DB Street Robin, Daniel Berger? I think I might. I think I do too. Just... I want to play the match play assassin in match play. I mean, it's just a bad idea. Just with form, because DB, yep. DB's coming off, hasn't played a whole lot lately. Do you take Kisner over Cantley? 
Ain't no hobby. Let's go. Let me take him over Cantley. What about your boy Tony fucking Finau? No. I want Finau on the team. What kind of bullshit is that? TFF. I think you, I think you pick TFF. I think you t- take the guy right behind TFF Webb. over TFF. I'd agree with that. You got to take Webb in recent form, too. Although Finau had a good day today. And he's a good golfer. I mean, he's real good. He is. We just can't. We just can't get over the fact he can't get over the major hump. <laughs> we can't get over the fact that he can't get over winning Any in general. Hump. Really, <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. There's been a few times that old TFF has uh wanted to make a scream. And as I was talking shit about speed, he's wearing a nice little leopard spotted green neon polo and like chips in off the fringe um, <laughs> no doubt. So, yeah he should definitely make the squad um i think you pick webbo are you picking okay here's where it gets interesting right scotty scheffler are you taking scotty scheffler are you taking kisner mm. i'd probably personally take kisner i think so too oh, and i only- love scotty scheffler ain't no hobby let's <laughs> go I, I like me some Scotty Shuffler. I think I would like I like I like Kisner putting, right? Uh, uh, yeah, like Kisner match play versus Scotty Shuffler match play. Although Scotty Shuffler made it to the that match play this year. Granted, of course, he knew very well down there in Austin, but still, yeah, I think that that was more. He's played that course, course knowledge a million times. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um. Here's a couple other guys, though, to, to mention um, because that are behind Kiz, actually, in the standings. The first one is Phil. You taking Phil or you taking Kiz? Uh, Phil could play himself onto this thing for sure. They love Phil. Everyone loves Phil. Wouldn't he be great for the team camaraderie? Yeah, but can't he do is that? Is he going to win you points? I don't I mean, know. Yeah, can he not do that same camaraderie as the – Vice captain, true, and just be there, and he could. You got Max Homa coming up next. I'm taking kids over Max Homa. Hundred percent. Recent form. Ain't no hobby. Go. <laughs> now the next one though is a little interesting. Kevin Na. Ooh. I kind of like Kevin Na. I do too. Has he ever made a Ryder Cup team? I don't think so. I don't think he has either. I would like to just give him the chance. Like I agree. To, I think he'd be a really him. interesting guy. Yeah, he's great at putting. Like just just walk them bad boys in on the Euros, you know. And I think he's just so bikeable. I do too. And you know what I think, man? I think I'm kicking off Tony Finau. For I'm Kevin taking Hall. Kevin Naw. I'm playing with Webbo Kisner, P. Reed, Harris English, Spieth. And then the six guys that are automatically on the team. Yeah, I, I can, I can, I can get behind that. 100%. Right? I mean, I, I, I think that'd be a great, a great squad. Yeah, I, I would feel pretty confident against the Euros with that squad. Do you? I mean, are we think? Did we think enough about whistling straights there? Making those picks, though. I think so. Yeah. I mean, most of all those guys have played in a major at that course. True. Now, I don't 
I haven't sat here and looked at the knowledge yet. And we'll, we might do a little bit of that before uh, we get a little closer. <clears throat> when is, when, do you know when the team is exactly announced? Is it after the East Lake? Uh, I don't know that. I think so. I'd like to – you know what's funny is, is I have not seen anything here – I'm trying to look it up online that, like, specifically says – I mean, we're 31 days away from the Ryder Cup. Uh, That's wild. I love it, man. And and without having it – without having it last year, it's going to be that trippy thing like with the Olympics this year. But, man, it's going to be so much fun to have it back because it is – it is the <clears throat> most biggest skept- spectacle in golf. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and the fact that, that is the weekend potentially at the Cliffs, man, I cannot wait. I mean, that's the perfect golf weekend right there. For sure. Playing cool courses. Plus college football. Plus college football. You got golf that weekend. Like, the Mountaineers are playing Oklahoma that weekend. You have Marshall playing on that Thursday night in Boone. Before we go to the next tee, actually. Since you reminded me of our bet and didn't pay up, I think you should shotgun two. It's about to be about to be spook season in October. I mean, does it get any better? I'll say what what can, what more can you ask for? You can't ask for more. You really can't. Like that's that's about as that's about as good as it gets. Oh, man, and like the run up to it's pretty fun. Like these FedEx Cup. Cup playoffs is fun, but you can't beat that, man. And, and take down the Euros, led by John Rahm, and that's pretty much. Then after that, this is one I want to leave us with real quick here, though. Do you believe that Tommy Fleetwood is second in the Ryder Cup standings, but yet lost his tour card? Unbelievable, right? At first, it was unbelievable, but. Then you think about, like, my boy Tommy Fleetwood hasn't won on the PGA Tour yet. Yep. He, he's which, he's much, much better over in Europe. Which is crazy that Tommy Fleetwood hasn't won on the tour, but that just shows you how hard it is to win on the tour. Yeah. It's phenomenally hard. It's it's almost It's almost one of those things, like, you have to be a straight closer to be able to do that. And I mean, some of these guys don't have it. I mean, you think about what happened with Harris English, a guy who's won three times, was going for three wins on the season this year. And he, he lost it like he did last last Sunday or a couple Sundays ago there. Not last Sunday, but two Sundays ago. Hell, um, last Sunday you had Russell Hanley lead the entire tournament, basically, and still going to win. Miss, and missed the four-footer to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Allowing kids to win. I mean, yeah, it's it's incredible how hard it is to win a I mean, tournament. Adam, Adam Scott, Adam Scott missed a four footer right after in the playoffs. Yeah, right after <laughs> Henley. Like after seeing the not the exact same line, but pretty damn close to the exact yeah. same line from Siwoo Kim and missed it. <sighs> Ball and hole's tough. Ball and hole. Yeah, I mean, ball and hole is tough, and it. Oh man, and you think about the crazy playoffs that we've had here the last couple of weeks. Like leading into the playoff, just it's been a great year for golf. 
it really has been a great year for golf. Like coming off of had, last year being a phenomenal year too. Like, whew. I mean, you've had top top names win all of the majors. Yep, absolutely. I mean, you I also had a so. Masters in November. Is the only Masters winner that's, I mean, not, I mean, Hideki's still a top name, but he's more of the surprising names of, what, Colin? Well, uh, Phil. Yeah. Phil was a shock. I mean, it's a name, but it was a shock. It was a shock. Surprise. Probably the most epic thing we've seen in the game since maybe Tiger winning the Masters. Probably. What do you take, Tiger winning the Masters or Phil winning this year at Kiowa? What's more? What's more improbable, really? Uh, I think Tiger winning the Masters just because of everything he's overcome. Like Phil's still Phil. Like he can still get it done if he gets hot for a week. It's true, and he did, and he played his game to perfection at a place that was tough, really, really tough. Like and, he, and he came, stared down the best in the game. Like, Tiger, everything Tiger overcame, I mean, we didn't know if he would ever even play golf, let alone win a major. True. And, and it was phenomenal. I mean, the way it happened, the Sunday morning of a Masters, like, him finding a way to roar back on the, on the back nine the way he did the epicness that it was like the king reemerged on the day Game of Thrones was starting. It was just something phenomenal about it. Like the fact that I still have the poster of him like reclaiming the throne and it says the goat, you know what I mean? Cause it was so surreal and it was a moment that we'll never forget just like Phil's was, you know? So, I mean, both are in their own rights, probably two of the top, probably five things in golf history and that, and we're probably, you know, forgetting some things, but I mean, those have got to be two of the top five things that we've ever witnessed in the game. And we witnessed uh, them in short order together, pretty close. I mean, especially in our lifetime. Absolutely. I mean, I'd say Bubba's shot to beat Bowie. It's still just baffling to me. Like, I don't know how you hook the ball that far. Like, that's a different type of golf shot that is wild. Um, it's true. Tiger winning the 08 Open on a broken leg in a playoff that goes forever. That's... I think that's probably number one for me just because my favorite shot the Tiger ever hit was in the playoff. Had like 212 or 215 out of a bunker. like, And he hits it to like 10 feet. I'm just like, damn. (laughs) What? (laughs) That is is a golf shot. And then they like find out he was doing it on like a broken leg. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's an it's next level dimension like insanity of how good Tiger Woods is like and we all know it but I mean goodness gracious dude it oh you know what's funny 
I don't know. It, it just thinks about like you saw the happy videos this week, right? And they all try and do it. And then you see Tiger do it and does it, it perfectly. Smokes one. Does yeah. it perfectly. Yeah. Smokes it. Like best besides him, probably more cow, would you say? Oh, 100%. I think DJ's was probably third. Yeah. Probably. Although he didn't get his off the ground very well. No. Maybe that's probably what broke his driver. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Rory's was terrible. Uh, so is Maddie Wolf. So Maddie Wolf is probably the worst. <laughs> yeah, Maddie Wolf is probably the worst. <laughs> Without question. <laughs> oh man, I I had we had to get we had I had to I had to bring that up. I mean, but Tiger man, just the fact that he could do some of the things that he's done, that was one of the best. And man, I'll be honest, I get this feeling we haven't seen the last of him. I don't disagree. Like, I mean, if anybody's going to come back from a car wreck and that nonsense, it's him. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, he's he's moving around on it a lot more than I think anybody ever thought he would right now. I mean, we all saw the picture. Hmm. And the fact that he could play with Charlie still, I think that's got him. I think that's got him wanting to do it. I think it does too. I think that's given him the motivation. Yep. And I think just if he plays again, I don't even care if he wins. If he's just out there, that's a victory in itself. But I feel like if you know in him, he'll probably want to win and probably win some major at some point in time. Does he have that in him, though, still? I don't know. I think he does. I think he's still got that that competitive... Uh, Those juices, that fire. Yeah, that competitive grit. That husband. Yeah. He's got it. Tiger still has that in him. Now, hey, we obviously know it's a long road, but I mean, I feel like, like we said, if there's anybody you can, it's Tiger. <laughs> anybody could, it would be Tiger. Hopefully, man, he can give maybe uh, give the boys uh, some confidence up in Whistling Straits. Maybe give them a little little pep talk or something like that. That'd probably give them a little uh, little rush as well. Yeah. Man. I'm just excited for fall golf this year, buddy. I love some fall golf, especially in in the mountains when the foliage is changing and you get all those colors. It's just, it's so, it's so cool. Can't wait for Sequoia in the fall. I mean, hopefully, sadly, I think you guys will be a week early, but we might still get some color change. You guys would would definitely see some cool scenes if you drove back the parkway for a bit. Yep. Hit that Blue Ridge. Uh, Just don't do like me and you did with no fog. (laughs) (laughs) That's the wildest ride of all time, man. Pitch black and it's can't see five feet in front of you. That was uh, probably not one of our smarter decisions of all time. That was exhilarating. I'll throw it out. Like that was 
Oh man, that was. I don't. I don't think you understood like the, the gravity of it as it yeah, was the, going. The gravity of that situation. As I much think as I had I a lot did. of faith in you. Yeah. Uh, and I don't maybe don't know why, but I did. My butthole was <laughs> guaranteed. Oh man, Whew. that was that was something though, man. That was something. At different times, you like it was snowing, like, and it was like, how is this happening right now? Yeah, we just played golf. It was mid fifties earlier today. Yeah. Oh man. Dude, I tell you what, though, that's I'm excited for it because of what happened last year with the with the ankle. So being able to be back and experience it for real, real this year, going to be kind of fun. For sure, for sure. Yeah, novice to it, man. I mean, still going to get the football in, but I think it's one of those things, man. Try and get out there early on a Saturday morning, you know, get back for kickoff. Yeah. Brother, I appreciate you joining me, my friend. And, you know, we'll – Excited to excited to get back out there here soon and talk more golf. And until uh, next time, y'all take it easy. Absolutely, buddy. You have a good evening. Later, brother. Oh, ain't never be out of quit a long time ago.